Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, January 27, 2022. Stand up for your country. We have a talking points memo on Donald Trump running for president. But first, I have a special announcement about President Trump. So, you know, and you've heard, of course, about the history tour with me and Donald Trump. That happened in December, and it was a fabulous success. And it has in it, in all four shows, things that Donald Trump has never said before. So I've gotten, I don't know, thousands of letters. When can we all see it? So here's what we've done. We're going to stream the history tour with Donald Trump. Not the whole thing because it's too long. All right. But we cut it down about a minute, a minute, 10, a minute, an hour, an hour, 10. <laughs> um, so that you can watch it in one sitting. Okay. I get some popcorn. Um, if you are a premium member on BillOReilly.com, you get it free. If you are not, you can sign up for premium membership and get it free. And if you don't want to do that, just pay a nominal fee because we have, of course, expenses associated with this tour. Um, but it is obviously a great deal if you're not a premium member to get this. All right. And you get a free book, my upcoming book, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. So anyway, once again, we will begin streaming this Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, February 17th, throughout the whole President's Day weekend. So four days you can check it out. And of course, I'm going to want reaction to it uh, once millions of people see it. Okay, so the talking points is on Donald Trump running for president, which he is. There's no doubt about this. So uh, on Saturday... He's in Texas, uh, south of Houston, and we did a history tour in Houston. Um, And his rally is going to be in Conroe, Texas. All right, that's 40 miles north of Houston. I said south, it's north of Houston. Um, So in these rallies, Donald Trump says that make America great again has to come back, and he's the guy to do it. I think that's running for president, and then he hammers Joe Biden, of course. All right. Now, the rallies are so different from the history tour. The history tour is basically facts, what happened, how it happened, how it didn't happen, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the, the rallies are, hey, I'm still here, so I can't announce that I am running for president yet. He won't tell you this, but I can. It's because of campaign finance regulations. So everything changes when you announce you're running for president. Right now, the Trump organization is raising millions and millions of dollars. It goes in a political action committee. Some of that money will be used to help other Republicans who are running for office this coming November. So Donald Trump will give them money from his PAC, and that's legal. But once he says, I'm running then the money donated goes just to him. You see? So in January 23, a year from now, expect Donald Trump to announce that he's running for president again. Um, That is not a lock because there are what they call unforeseen circumstances. And with Donald Trump, that's every day, right? So Democrats are trying to take him out for January 6th, you all know about the House committee, 
um, in New York State where I am. They're three-year investigation. Three years. The state of New York has spent money trying to pin something on the Trump organization. Still not done. They're still issuing subpoenas and this and that. Three blanking years. So all I want is anything, okay? And in Georgia, there's an investigation into how Mr. Trump um, treated the after-election situation down there. So you can expect this kind of stuff. It's never going to end for Donald Trump. It's one of the things that I talked to him about in the history tour, about the toll it takes on him, his family, why he wants to continue doing this, this political thing. So all of that is in play. So once again, President Trump is running again to be reelected. He would be the only president in history outside of Grover Cleveland, the immortal Grover Cleveland, another New York guy, who would be, if he wins, elected for non-consecutive terms. And that is the subject of today's Talking Points Memo. I hope you like that we brought this back, by the way. I like it. Okay. So there is a Politico poll. Politico is a left-wing website, but they do polling. Okay. So they asked Democrats 38%, Republicans 36 Independents 27 That's a fair sampling. A very simple question. If in 2024, it's Biden versus Trump, who would you vote for? No, I'm sorry. I'll get to that poll in a moment. This is another poll. If the 2024 Republican presidential primary were held today, for whom would you vote? Donald Trump, 49 percent. Ron DeSantis, 14 percent. Mike Pence, 13 percent. They're the only ones in double digits. Okay. And you can see, if Donald Trump wants the nomination, nobody is going to primary him. No serious candidate. Somebody may just to get attention. All right. But if Trump wants the nomination, Republicans will give him the nomination in 2024. Now, his strengths are obviously that if he were still president, most likely no inflation exists because inflation is driven by the energy policies of the, Obama, of the Obama and Biden administrations. And both wanted to wipe out fossil fuels because of global warming. Okay? So inflation, if it came up, it would just be a little if Trump were still in the office. Putin wouldn't be threatening to invade Ukraine. And again, we talk about that extensively in the history tour. You'll see that. Putin wouldn't be doing that now. To be fair, Putin did annoy the United States by allowing his hackers to do a lot of bad things under Trump. But Trump had him in a, they had an understanding, Putin and Trump, again, all in a history show. China, pretty much the same way. You didn't see the belligerence that you see now because of Afghanistan and Joe Biden is perceived as weak. Everybody knows that. Border chaos is the worst. So Biden wants open borders. He will not enforce immigration law at the border. Trump was exactly the opposite and had stopped it through the Remain in Mexico policy. So these are strengths and they're not debatable. I mean, there's not two sides to this. And that's what Trump should be hammering rather than looking back at the 2020 election. And finally, crime 
in the streets is becoming a very, very serious issue in this country. Violent crime. Trump, obviously a law and order guy. However, the federal government under him did not mitigate the violent crime in Chicago for whatever reason. We are a fair fact-based broadcast here. And that is true. The Trump administration was not able to mitigate violent crime in Chicago for whatever reason. Okay, so there you have it. Um, Mr. Trump on the road on Saturday. It's funny because, uh, you know, cable news didn't have anything going on on Saturday. I wouldn't take the whole thing, as I said. I'd take, you know, a few minutes of it. But Fox News is afraid to do that now. Uh, Newsmax does it. I think One America takes the uh, rallies. And, of course, the liberal networks will never do that. So uh, my prediction is that Joe Biden will not run again. I know the Democratic chieftains are not happy with him. The progressive left is turning on him. So uh, where do you get his support? Now, they're going to admit it, but they're looking elsewhere. And I, uh, I could be wrong, but you'll remember my prediction. He does not run again. Under President Biden, the first year of his office, he ran up a $2 trillion debt. Government ran up $2 trillion debt. So we're approaching $30 trillion here in America, money that this country could never pay back unless we sell California, which, you know, I would probably consider. That's a joke. All right. But under Donald Trump, he averaged $2 trillion in debt a year as well. Donald Trump did. Though Biden is carrying on the Trump tradition. Now, Mr. Trump says he had to to rebuild the military. Okay. All right. You make the call on it. But the debt is totally out of control. Democrats are never going to get under control. Republicans could. Democrats never. All right. Now, the president's schedule today, Mr. Biden's schedule, nothing. But he did say uh, some remarks about uh, Justice Breyer retiring. He reiterated he's going to nominate a black woman. Um, tomorrow on the message of the day on BillOReilly.com, I will discuss that in detail. I'm writing it now. I want to think about this, bring it, some new things to the table. But you can check that out all morning. That's for everybody. You don't have to be a premium member at BillOReilly.com for that. Um, so here's the poll that I mistakenly cited up top. It is a political poll, again, left-leaning. Um, and it says, the election we're held today, 2024, who would you vote for? Biden, 45, Trump, 44. Well, that's a virtual tie. OK, now, two weeks ago, Rasmussen poll, same question. Trump, 46, Biden, 40. Now, Rasmussen is more accurate than political. I don't know. I think it changes day by day, uh, depending on how angry people are with either candidate. Monmouth survey, Monmouth College in New Jersey, fine school, terrible poll. Um, it just, listen, I mean, at this point, um, the polls, I'm only giving them to you as snapshots, all right, because we don't have any other data. It's the only data we have. So the, the, poll, the question that Monmouth asked was, would you rather see Republicans or Democrats in control of Congress? All right. Republicans, 50. Democrats, 43. And the second question, do you approve or disapprove of the job Congress is doing right now? Approve 19, disapprove 74. Okay, nobody likes Congress. Why would you like them? They don't get anything done. You know, they don't compromise. It's all party politics.
So as we mentioned, uh, Justice uh, Breyer retiring, he'll step down in the summer. And um, the person I believe uh, that will take his place is a judge, Ketanji Brown Jackson, is currently on a court of appeals in Washington, D.C. She just got that job, uh, appointed there, and she was approved by the Senate. Three Republicans voted for her. Um, they are Lindsey Graham, Murkowski in Alaska, and Susan Collins in Maine. So if those three Republicans voted to put her on a very powerful court in Washington, D.C., federal court, why wouldn't they vote her for Supreme Court justice? They will. Which is why I say she'll get the nomination from Biden because he knows he'll win it. All right. Because those three Republicans and maybe more would come over and vote for her. I'm a simple man. My analysis is simple. Remember what I said. So 51 years old, the judges put a picture back up there, please. Uh, born in Washington, raised in Miami, Florida, earned uh, her undergraduate and a law degree from Harvard, edited the Harvard Law Review. That means she's a very brilliant woman to do that. She clerked for three federal judges, including Breyer. She is the first African-American that would be nominated, which I believe she will be, as I said. And she is a very liberal person. She was on Obama's crime commission that wanted to give more lenient sentences to drug dealers in particular, but across the board. It's a liberal judge, not crazy loon like, with all due respect, Sotomayor, but liberal. She'll vote down the line left if she's appointed. And that'll make it six to three, six fairly traditional judges against three hardcore liberals. That's how it'll come down after this judge is confirmed, which I believe she will be. I could be all wrong on this, but I'm giving you my educated analysis. Okay. Uh, Kamala Harris. So I wanted to find out who started to float this insane theory that she would be a nominee to the Supreme Court. So it is preposterous. But I wanted to find out where it started. And my staff is good. They couldn't find out. We don't know. If you know, tell me. Bill at BillOReilly.com. What we do know is that a number of pundits on Fox News picked it up. And it started to get discussed that Biden would dump her as VP, throw her over into the Supreme Court. Okay. Number one, she wouldn't get confirmed. All right, Manchin and Cinema. Mm, I don't think they'd vote for her. I'd be shocked. Manchin and Cinema will vote for the others that Biden nominates. They don't want to be completely ostracized by the Democrat. Um, number two, she's not qualified to be on the Supreme Court. Yeah, she was the Attorney General of California and District Attorney of San Francisco, but that's not a federal place. And number three, she's unbelievably incompetent as vice president. Incredibly incompetent. <laughs> okay, so that would be impossible. But it's there it is on the network news, on cable news. Oh, yeah. And then there float this rumor that if she did get nominated, she would have to break the tie herself as vice president to put herself on the Supreme Court. It's so insane. 
Now, the, the Constitution, it doesn't even mention anything like that. So it's all interpretation. But there would be lawsuits and it would go to the Supreme Court. It's not happening. Biden's not going to. He's not self-destructive. He's delusional. That would be self-destructive. Okay, let's go to Ukraine. Rasmussen poll just out. Question was, should the U.S. send combat troops to defend Ukraine? Yes, 31 percent. No, 36. Not sure, 33. It would be insane to send combat troops to Ukraine for America to do that. Insane. We don't do that. You strangle Putin economically, and we can. You don't put soldiers in there. Okay, second question. How would you rate President Biden's handling of U.S. policy toward Russia? This is Rasmussen. Excellent 11, good 19. That's 30% think he's handling Russia well. Fair 12, poor 50. That's 62%. Say he's... Poor Joe, right? He's not winning on any issue. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. All right, and here's another backup for that, Pew Research. It's a bogus poll because the methodology is Republican 42, Democrat 51. (laughs) Come on, Rasmussen. But anyway, they asked, uh, can Joe Biden handle COVID? Ready? Not confident, 55% confident, 44, even with the nine-point spread for Democrats. <laughs> so, poor, again, poor Joe. There's not, there's not one issue where the folks, according to these polls, again, their snapshots, think that he's got a good plan because he doesn't he doesn't have any plan for anything just step back for a moment i know most of you don't like joe biden but step back for a moment and just ask yourself a very simple question or any of your liberal friends can you give me one solution to any problem that president biden has put forth just one The only thing that he does in the problem-solving realm is we'll put more money, more money. Yeah, let's give him more money. That's all. 
When you see politicians say, hey, we have more money, that means they don't know how to solve it. And they don't care because they're incapable of thinking up solutions. You email me the problem, bill at billoreilly.com. Whatever problem we have in this country, bill at billoreilly.com. You ask me, how would you solve it? I'll give you a direct answer, and I won't mention money. All right? So we'll do that on Monday. So the Navy, because of COVID, has discharged 23 active duty sailors who won't get vaxxed. But they got honorable discharges. Isn't that interesting? They were all honorably discharged, even though they disobeyed a direct order. Now, the reason they did that was they didn't want lawsuits. All right? They didn't want to be tied up in court. So 23 Navy sailors out because they won't take the vax. Denmark. Now, I've been to Denmark a number of times. It's a nice little country. I think there's 4 million people there. They eat a lot of cheese. Very liberal country. But they're friendly. You know, it's, it's okay to go there. Norway is much more beautiful, in my opinion, with the fjords. But Denmark, it's a nice trip if you're in the area. Okay? Um, but, you know, it's a homogenous society. There's not a lot of inclusion or any of that. They're all Scandinavians. They're all former Vikings. All right? And they run around. Well, the Prime Minister met Fredrickson, okay? He said this about COVID, quote, We have incredibly good news. We can now remove the last coronavirus restrictions in Denmark. We say goodbye to the restrictions and welcome the life we knew before. On February 1st, no restrictions whatsoever in Denmark vis-a-vis COVID first country on earth to do it. It's coming here. I'm more confident than ever. This Omicron thing is going to, it's bad now in Oklahoma and other places. Okay. If you're unvaccinated, you're going to get it unless you stay in the house. That's how contagious it is. But it's not as virulent, word of the day, virulent as regular COVID or Delta COVID. Even so, you got a bad immune system you got, you know, conditions. You don't wind up in a hospital in Oklahoma doesn't have any more beds. However, it comes in fast. It goes out fast. Here in New York, it's on its way out big time. Now, I'm praying, but I do believe that's the last wave. But the more people who are vaccinated, as I've told you from the very beginning, the less intense these COVID infections will be. I know some of you don't believe it, and I'm not trying to convince you. I'm a data-based guy. I've looked at the medical studies, and that's what they say. All right, let's get to the kids. Now, as you know, there is a trend among the progressives, and that means New York, California, Illinois, Oregon, Washington State, all of those places. No more grades, because grades in school are racist. I think I said that to my third grade teacher, Sister Mary Lorana at St. Bridget's School in Westbury, Long Island. I think I said to her, Sister, you gave me a 60 in math. That's racist. Irish people can't do math. I think I did. And I got in trouble. (laughs) Okay? Now. 
It's called Standards Based Grading, SBG. That's what the progressives want. Instead of A to F, you get one to four. Four points, you're advanced if you're in a class. Three points, you've met expectations. Two points, partial mastery of the target. Yeah, I bet. And one, little or no mastery of the subject. Okay, so SPG grading is based on mastery of learning targets. How politically correct. Learning targets. I just, if I, I wish I could go back to grammar school. Sister, is that a learning target? <laughs> this is so insane. But it's there. Okay, school districts doing this. Uh, L.A. and San Diego. Big. They're big. Aurora, Colorado, that's a big suburb of Denver. Omaha, Nebraska, Spokane, Washington, Portland, of course, Portland, Oregon. Of course. It's a wonder they even have schools there. So what this does, and the key component of this, is that students are not penalized for behavior, work habits, or missed deadlines. Well, you can do whatever you want. You won't be penalized. I don't think the nuns would have really gone for that. Ah, maybe I'm wrong. This is coming. This is a trend because grades are racist. Now, the SATs are going virtual. That's when you take a test to get into college, SATs. So it's virtual now because that's racist too, the SATs. So that just blocks them right out. I don't know how college, most colleges admit most people who apply because they get, they're going broke. That's a little known secret. But if you apply to most colleges in America, private colleges, they'll accept pretty much 80, 75% because they're going broke. They need the money. And that's true. Now, the top, that's a different story. But all of this is designed to help out the poor children in bad homes. And that's legitimate. They shouldn't be doing it because you, you need those kids to try to rise up, you need to challenge them. But there are so many bad parents in this country, millions and millions and millions of terrible parents, families that are destroyed by addiction and irresponsible behavior, particularly in the minority communities, the African-American community, what do we got, 72% babies born out of wedlock now? Now, not all of them are going to be in a bad circumstance. Not all, but most will. There'll be poverty. There'll be deprivation on those children. So those kids walk into first grade, no matter how much money Biden throws at preschool or whatever crazy progressive thing is on the board, all right, there's not a book in their house. They haven't been trained to do anything academically. They have no discipline whatsoever. They don't know what the deuce they're doing. These are five and six-year-old kids. So it isn't fair. It isn't to them. It's not their fault. It's their parents' fault. And in a free society... The government can't legislate parenting, but they don't even admit it. 
They wouldn't even tell the American people why these minority children, and whites too, okay, are in such bad circumstances. They can't do anything. They don't know how to read. They don't know how to write. They can't speak. I, I mean, it's horrible. You know how sorry I feel for these kids? I try everything I can, including giving millions of dollars to places that help these children. You know, I know they help. I'm not going to give a dime to Joe Biden because he doesn't. He's not going to help them. He wouldn't even admit what the problem is. The problem is bad parenting and cowardly schools. You take the children who are most deprived and you put them in a special circumstance. In the public school, you pinheads. And you get them counseling that they need. And then you bring them up to academic standards on a one-on-one basis. That's what you do. You don't throw them in with the rich white kids who are well advanced. That's insane. Okay, but public schools don't do that. And the teachers, you know, in the bad schools in the ghetto areas, a lot of them, you know, they don't want their tires slashed on their cars. They don't want to get beat up in the classroom. That happens frequently. So if we were honest about our educational system, all of this nonsense wouldn't exist. Right now, what the public schools are doing in L.A. and San Diego and Omaha and the rest is that they're giving a license for these students to fail. They're warehousing them until they get to be 16 or 17, and then they're out on the street and they won't know anything. And they'll fail in a free society unless socialism takes over, which is what the progressives want. Okay, so as a former high school teacher, I know what I'm talking about. Now, you poor people who live in Oregon, one of the most beautiful states in the union, I did live there. I worked for KATU-TV in Portland as an anchor, and I had a, a, a nice time. I got a good look at the state. Multnomah County, where Portland is, dominates, and Multnomah County is crazy, insane left. So they elected a governor named Kate Brown, and the governor has been basically running the criminal justice system. All right, so a judge sentenced a criminal convicted of a crime in Oregon, and Brown says, I'm going to do what I want and commute the sentence or lessen the sentence or do anything. Okay, and she's been doing this. Thousands of criminals in Oregon have gotten their sentences reduced or they're out because of the governor. Clemency. Well, now Brown's getting sued by victims of crime, by the people that these criminals she let out hurt. She's getting sued. Good. This is how you stop this madness. Brown, what are you, a dictator? You're overriding judges based on what? You don't know what happened. Political correctness. That's what. So this Brown, she can't run again, thank God. They got term limits in Oregon, and she's 61 years old, born in Spain, grew up in Minnesota, a total loon. And you don't believe me? Here's a quote from Governor Brown from July 2020. The massive and nonviolent protests led by Black Lives Matter activists 
have inspired the nation, unquote. Meanwhile, Portland, Oregon, the largest city in her state, is getting burned down by BLM and Antifa. But this is inspiring to Governor Brown. But you guys in Oregon, you know what I'm talking about here. This woman's elected by Multnomah County. The rest of the state be damned. And that's where you are. Same thing in Washington State with Kings County, Seattle. Dominates the rest of the state. Oregonians aren't loons. But you can't override the machine in Multnomah County. San Francisco hate crimes out of control. Oh, whoa. Touchy-feely San Francisco. Anti-Asian hate crime went from eight in 2019 to 60 last year. It's because nobody enforces the law in San Francisco. That's why. So now um, a man named An Anhee Lee, Vietnamese, 69 years old, filed suit against Chesa Bowden, who's on a recall ticket in June, um, for not enforcing the law. This guy got beat up with a baseball bat and nobody did anything about it. So he's suing. Good for you, Mr. Lee. Good for you. Again, people have to file the suits against these people. And you can find pro bono lawyers to help you. All right, message of the day is something on BillOReilly.com. Post in the morning. Anybody can read it. You don't have to be a premium member or any of that. Today, it's about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I did this yesterday. I hope you read that message because I am volunteering to write the screenplay for the new Snow White, the woke Snow White. I want to write the screenplay. As you know, I've had four movies produced. I know what I'm doing. So read that and write to Disney and tell them to hire O'Reilly as a screenwriter for Snow White and the new Seven dwarfs. And I'll give you a hint. Those dwarfs, all seven of them, they're going to kneel during the national anthem. And Disney will love that. Yes. This day in history, January 27, 1956, Elvis Presley released his first number one hit. Roll it. All right, that was in 1956. That was the Elvis comeback special in the 60s, but that's the song. That was his first number one hit. Now, worldwide, who do you think has sold the most albums all over the world? The Beatles, they're number one, 258 million albums. Whoa! Elvis, number two, 207 million. Who keeps track of this? Michael Jackson, three, Madonna, four, Elton John, five. But that happened 66 years ago today. They released Heartbreak Hotel, Elvis's first number one hit. Okay, back with a mail segment and then a final thought, which I hope will amuse you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, let's get to the mail. Dick Markutin, New Franklin, Ohio. Excellent review of the Ukraine situation, Bill. In your opinion, would Putin react the same if Finland applied for membership with NATO? Finland and Sweden are not in NATO. Finland borders Russia. Finland has never been in the Soviet bloc. So that's what Putin's trying to do. He's trying to put together back together the old Soviet Union. Finland has never been in there. So I don't think there would be any um, problem if Finland applied for NATO, and it should. I mean, it's vulnerable. Warren, on a message board, Bill, you said it as pointedly as anyone. The U.S. is corrupt. It is not a Venezuela, but not so far behind. Voters must be aware. And it is all in the way we run our elections with the dark money, as we reported yesterday. If you didn't see the Nospa News yesterday, and your premium concierge members, watch it, please. We went deep into the dark money, which is corrupting this country. Mac, sadly, Nancy Pelosi will probably get reelected. No question. San Francisco. All right. But if you go to her district and walk around, you'll see how it's amazingly devastated. She lives in a mansion behind a big wall with guards. There's Nancy. Jackie Neal, Amanteka, California. Can the vice president break a tie on the nomination to the Supreme Court? Lawrence Tribe says no. He's a professor at Harvard. Um, I went over it earlier. There is no yes or no on this. It would have to be decided by the Supreme Court. Tim Ohm, Grover Beach, California. We have the, our biggest audience is in California. It was that way on the factor as well. Question, if President Biden were to nominate uh, Kamala Harris to the Supreme Court, could she still be the tie-breaking vote? It's the same thing that we went over. But I just wanted, I read these letters because this Kamala Harris thing is all over the place. This is so preposterous, I can't even tell you. But that's what cable news does. It drives this kind of crazy stuff. Michael Chalk, uh, Culver, Indiana. Are there any Democrats 
who really believe that open borders are good for America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are millions of progressives who do believe that. I know. But you know crazy people in your life. Judy Kasparovicius, Jackson, New Jersey. Thank you, Bill, for your final thought on low talkers. I'm 70 years old and have noticed an increased difficulty in my hearing, especially from those wearing masks. It's insane. They got the mask on. I'm going to bring a chalkboard and, and just write it down. Those low talkers. Oh, geez. Don Seemers, Glendale, Indiana, regarding Mark Zuckerberg's $430 million donation. Why did he choose those two organizations? Why didn't heavily Republican districts apply for funds? There's no applying for this kind of money. Zuckerberg chooses far left political organizations. He donates the money and they go in and do what they do with mail-in ballots. You don't apply. Okay. Um, BillOReilly.com store has everything, including my upcoming book. Order it in advance to get it first. Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. This is the best reporting I have done in my career. You will be stunned when you read this book. Word of the day, no bilge, B-I-L-G-E. This is a great substitute word for BS. If you don't like saying BS, Use bilge, B-I-L-G-E, instead. Classic. All right, final thought about panic in New York and Boston in a moment. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So here we are on Thursday night, and if you look at the local news in New England, New York, Philadelphia... The snow is going to get everybody. He's coming. So, of course, the lemmings run out. They buy up all the toilet paper and the food. And, 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 ah, ah, the snow, the snow, the snow. But they don't really know where the snow is going. They know it's going in New England. So you guys north of coastal Connecticut, you're going to get it. From what I see, I have my own personal weatherman, Joe Bistardi. He's my personal weatherman. I have a personal weatherman. Joe's a great guy and helps me out. Even Joe doesn't know where it's going. All right? It's coming. It's big snow. Um, and they call it a bomb. It's going to be a snow bomb. Ooh. And everybody, oh, is frightened of snow and this. Holly, the terror dog, hasn't come out of her room in two days. And you turn on news, that's snow, 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 snow. 
it snows in the winter in the northern part of America. It snows. It's cold in Florida. Oh, my Florida friends. Oh, it's 40. It's going to 40. <laughs> I mean, you guys living in Montana and Idaho, Colorado, Wyoming, the Midwest, Minnesota. I know you laugh. I know you laugh. But anyway, I'm not panicked. I have my shovel. It's ready because the terror dog has to go out. Has to go out. Terror dog, terror dog doesn't mind the snow. She just gets frightened on the TV news reportage. She doesn't want to bomb. But she doesn't mind that snow. She's from Wales. There's a lot of snow in Wales. But there's a lot of bad weather. Cold rain, sleet, that kind of thing. But I got to get her out. So I got the shovel. And, I'm gonna, and then I have guys that come over with a big snowblower and stuff like that. So I'm not so worried. I, I think we're going to make it. If we don't make it, this could be my last broadcast. O'Reilly dies of snow. Thank you for watching tonight. We will see you again on Monday. Column coming Sunday noon. Nice message of the day tomorrow. You'll like it.